The deal is this. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, I read Dropper Anton Wilson all this real. <laughs> tell you when I was a kid, I read Dropper Anton Wilson all this real, 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 real. They are pissed. Real, 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 real. They are pissed. Covering a lot of X-Men comic books. We are currently covering Grant Morrison's new X-Men run uh, from new X-Men number 115 uh, is the comic book we're mm-hmm. going to be covering today. Gary, how are you today, sir? Good. Excited to get into it. Um, something I meant to mention uh, in one of the either previous two episodes is how good is the new X-Men logo with like the symmetry? Yes. The, the diagonal symmetry and vertical symmetry. Mm-hmm. symmetry Super good. Of it. Also, yeah. uh, something we should have probably mentioned, how good is our new logo? <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> Two episodes too late. <laughs> Sorry to my boy Wayne for Sorry. completely forgetting about that. <laughs> Sorry. We were too distracted figuring out how we were going to do this. Yes. So I know mm-hmm. that is, uh, that's no good. We could record like a little bumper at the beginning. Yeah, I'll probably. That will. first episode, yeah. just so we're not <laughs> um, monsters. Yeah, but we we got we got good art made. So uh, go check all of that out. It's it's really really good. Daysoffuturecast.com. Um, Gary, I have a question for you, real quick. This, oh yeah, this particular arc we're in is E for E for Extinction. Uh, if if you had to pick an X Men arc based on either G or B in the same format, what would it be? Oh, um. Maybe like uh, <laughs> like B is for Banshee. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> like it just says he just shows up. I was gonna do uh, J for G, G is for Glob Herman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just I, would, I think I would do G is for Glob Herman. Uh, Glob Herman's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, I like it. So I like it. But less thematically rich than this. Uh, you know. So we're gonna uh, um, we're gonna pick up right where we left off with uh, mm-hmm. our villain Cassandra Nova taking a very schlubby uh offshoot second cousin twice removed by marriage uh trask person uh dentist into the master mold and they are at the master mold's face and basically she's mm-hmm. saying like hey he's basically like oh i didn't realize i was about to when i woke up this morning i didn't realize i was going to exterminate 15 million people and she's like they're not people they're mutants yeah they're mutants yeah remember mm-hmm. you know dehumanize them she's playing the long game which we'll learn in this this episode yes. just, uh, um and then she's like speaking of mutants there's some on their way um, and this is Wolverine and Cyclops on their way. They're in the X jet. Ugly John wakes up just in time for the X jet to be attacked by these new Sentinels, uh, which the designs on these things I love. Um, they still all have the little helmets. Yeah. So like they've got the little faces, but they've got weird little fly bodies and stuff. Um, uh, it's extremely charming on the, on the page right before that on our like two page splash. I love the fact that like they launch these, these murderous Sentinels and like the view that we get it from it is just like, the master mold sitting there and then all of these things like flying away, like rocketing away. Like it's not, there's almost no like grand, like it's not like a huge thing, right? Like this wasn't a huge dramatic moment. It happened at the top right corner of a panel. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's just like, we're going to, we're going to do this. And then there's like all of the X-Men and then there's like, I don't know. Like it was just a real cool way to be like, all of these things have launched. Now we have to deal with what's here though. It's It's going to be, it's part of that thing. I mentioned how I like how uh Frank quietly draws things floating in space. 
which happens a few times in this this issue. Yes. Um, so uh, we come over there. You know, they determine that they're sentinels. Uh, they determine that's a master mole that's mass producing them. Um, they don't know these sentinels. These are new sentinels, but they're they're dealing with it. You know. I uh, um, I love when these sentinels attack the plane and they start ripping stuff apart. Basically, I just love how fucking like blase. <laughs> Scott is about mm-hmm. this like oh engine three is out it's like there's this line that I mentioned I think in the um in, in, in the first episode of just oh no it's not actually here but like just the, Scott's line of like I've survived more jet crashes than any other mutant ever <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's very funny it's just a really uh, funny and both line. of them are very blase about it because they're sentinels right yes you know like they're they're the sun the the jets going down and like wolverine you know again with this smirk like this is a very smirking wolverine like how much do money do you think chuck paid for this piece of equipment you know um and uh and scott when he says that insurance that uh that line he's like you know i've survived more jet crashes crashes than any other mutant alive uh relax insurance takes care of everything super good so who yeah like is fucking geico who's insuring yeah <laughs> <laughs> geico <laughs> Is yeah. is flow like the fucking agent for Charles Xavier? Is that what's <laughs> happening right now? Like, yeah. like, can you imagine calling up? Yeah, I need crash insurance on my fucking five million dollar yeah. plane or whatever. What they the found fuck? out the Affleck duck is a mutant, so they were able <laughs> to kind of leverage that. <laughs> Wasn't there some sort of weird Affleck Howard the Duck thing that happened at some point? Am I am I making that up? Maybe. Or is that just a joke or something? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Possibly. Um, yeah. the next page as they're crashing, we get one of my favorite lines in this, which is you know Wolverine saying, "I, I love your icy calm lunacy under pressure." which is a very apt way to describe Scott, well, Scott Summers sometimes. Well, he says it's Scott and then Scott has the perfect response, which is call me Cyclops during a mission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, so oh, incredibly man. good. And of course, like ugly John is freaking out. Um, so they both uh, do their auto destruct keys. Yeah. Um, they press the buttons for the ejector seats and they all get ejected out. Um, here's this thing where like Wolverine is killing one of the Sentinels in midair. I love it, dude. You know, that I love posture, it so like, much, you know, again, uh, and the jet blows up. This is just really good action, yeah. you know, which I think Frank Whiteley is, is really excellent at this panel of like all of the weird little chicken signals that have just gotten into the cockpit and like, just can't wait to get their grubby little paws and all this cool technology. And then the countdown hits zero and the, you could tell they're all like mm-hmm. in a, in a, like a Pixar <laughs> movie. Like they would all like look at each other like, <laughs> right. Like it's exactly yeah. that thing. <laughs> yeah. And then everything explodes and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they all land, they all kind of crash land. Um, and Wolverine's like, Hey, these are some weirdo sentinels. And he's like, well, like, you know, that doesn't, all we need to know is that they're designed to kill mutants. We have mm-hmm. to take them out. We have to save John and the sentinels start doing diving runs. These other like robotic sentinels we don't get to see a lot of, but again, are really cool. Look really kludged together. Um, and start shooting at them. Also shouts to, uh, like having an actual height difference between Scott and Wolverine. Like that's a very small oh, yeah. attention to detail that I, I, I can really appreciate. It does not always happen. Yes. In this, uh, in, you know, um so the uh this is where john you know is like hey do you have any useful mutant talents we can use he's like oh, i have three faces and they're all this ugly they all look like a pig <laughs> and you and i have talked a lot about like useless mutant powers and like grant morrison doing this this kind of thing i know it's not the first time we, we've seen this in, a, in the x series as a as a whole but like i don't know man it's like it just my mutant powers having three faces and that kind of sucks also i'm from mm-hmm. australia and you're taking me to new york yeah. <laughs> i don't have yeah, my yes. passport <laughs> yeah <laughs> um the uh so again the, so this is just basically an action scene where uh cyclops and wolverine are both fighting the sentinels but getting a little overwhelmed um again that wolverine sense of humor in this where he's like i'll try talking them down mm-hmm. you know and then just runs forward slashing them um they're using pistols which i love like they're just holding this because the, the whole idea of these sentinels the reason why they're scary is they use anything available yes 
you know, so they kind of clues themselves together. Um, but they both get, uh, they get captured. Yeah. And notably, uh, Scott's visor gets, uh, broken. Mm -hmm. So he's, he, he is, he is effectively blind for a little while. Mm -hmm. Uh, switch back to the mansion, uh, where, uh, beast is composing a love letter to Trish Tilby, his, his girlfriend, who's a journalist. She's appeared in the comics a bunch. Um, kind of a major character from the nineties. Yes. And then in the middle of this, he has an idea. Yes. And we go back over to, uh, Scott, not Scott. I'm sorry. Professor, uh, professor X and Jean Xavier is like in the sick bed situation. I love the very small action of, uh, just Jean, like wringing out a sponge above the sink and like floating it over to her using her telekinesis ability. Like I'm mm-hmm. going to stand here with my bedside manner and, but also like do the shit on the side is always like, I love do, when TKs like just do like cool shit with their ability. Let's not mm-hmm. in like the background. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is not even like cool shit just does like mundane shit. I should say what I would do with it constantly. You know? Yeah. Jerking yeah. off constantly. <laughs> I would never touch my dick with my hands. Never. Again. Uh, the, the, um, there's also, this is full of great moments. Cause there's also the thing where he's trying to get out, you know, uh, she's kind of quizzing about the gun, you know, and he's just like, you know, I have the, the mind I have to be prepared to make this gamble. Um, I have to get back to Cerebra, fetch my chair. And <laughs> Jean says, well, that might work with Scott, but it's not going to work with me. Definitely not going like, to work with me. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely would work with Scott. Um, the thing that Beast, uh, the idea that he had, or what happened was he he lost radio contact with, oh, yeah. with Logan yeah. and Scott. That's, so that's what it was. He comes in there, and then, uh, I, again, I, this is really well-paced, because he's like, we have to use Cerebro to get in touch with them. Hank, give me my chair. <laughs> like, <laughs> Which, like, folds so well with the Xavier that we just got finished talking about from the Dark Phoenix movie, of just, you know, completely, like, just blinded to his own privilege, right? Like, just completely blinded to his privilege and his his like the expectation that of course Hank will help him out with this or Gene mm-hmm. will help him out with this. And, I'll, and honestly love Gene kicking that back. I'm like, that's not going yeah. to work for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's super good. Again, it feels lived in like these people have known each other for a long time and it feels like it. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut back over to Cassandra Nova and this is kind of the finale of the Trask character. Like he's, you know, they've already sent an order uh, to the Sentinels to kill. They're, they're referencing something in the past. Like this is evil. What I've done. I've sent people out. Um, and she, again, she has this sense of humor. Uh, in this where she's like, you know, when they hear why you launched four supersonic death machines at a densely populated area, they'll say, by God, he was evil, but evil in a good way. <laughs> you know, like she's just like fucking with him uh, because as we'll find out, this is where she calls him and says, like, you're actually excited about this power. You dream about having mutant slaves. Uh, and then she's like, I've only really kept you alive long enough to memorize your DNA and then reaches into his fucking chest and face. Yeah. This, um, this panel with where she's like reaching in up under his chin and her fingers are coming like out of his orifices, out of his ears and eyes and nose. It's just, yes. it's so fucking creepy and, and weird. Like you just never see shit like this. Like this goes back to that body horror thing that I was talking about. Like, it's just fucking weird, man. Like it's, I was like, what the fuck is this chick doing? What is, what is her mutant power at this point? Like she can yeah. like telepathically control corpses she's copying his dna and reaching into his brain like what 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 is she Mm -hmm. yeah just really scary is what she is you know um and all kinds again really great lines like i don't hate you does the gourmet hate the steak you know um and what she's done you know so he dies uh and the sentinels come over to kill cassandra nova now that he's no longer alive and she stops them he's got she's got his uh dna in her voice yes uh so the, the sentinels are now at her command and now she's going to turn around to deal with the three mutants that came from uh the the, the air 
the first of which is Ugly John, aka Steve, the mutant poor mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Um, and she basically doesn't waste a lot of time and just shoots the guy with like some sort of ray gun something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, blast him. In the background, there's a news report, and it, we don't get the full details about it, but we're hearing about um, you know, so news reports that sound like they're about sentinels. Yeah. Like big creatures made out of metal and glass. Um they shoot uh shoot him. This wakes Wolverine up. Um, because of the smell of uh, his face being fried. Um, and he comes out and attacks uh, Cassandra Nova. Um, and she just like, you know, he's got his claws there and he's an X-Man, so he's not just going to mur- immediately murder him. I'm sure he wishes that he had uh, eventually. Um, and is just kind of having a hard time with this whole thing. Like the Sentinels are all still around. Um, John is dying uh, and he doesn't know exactly what to do. He's basically just trying to get answers out of her. Uh, while Scott Summers mercy kills John. I want, I want to go back a little bit because there's a really clever bit of foreshadowing um, where like right before uh, she attacks John, like he's, he, she's carrying this giant syringe full of something and he, she, and he's kind of worried about it. She's like, don't worry, I'm not going to hurt you with this. And she injects herself in it. And that's not like mm-hmm. going to come to pl- into play until like, like three or four issues down the line. And it's just something like yeah, yeah. she is, she's poisoning her body or putting something in her body that's going to negatively affect it because she kind of knows the sequence of events that's about to happen. She knows that she's probably going to get captured and taken to the mansion and she's going to get an opportunity to unfold her plan against Savior and all this other stuff. And it's just super cool. Like not even yeah, like, yeah. like just, just, a, just one panel kind of thing. So. Yep. Yeah. This, it's all been planned, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Cyclops mercy kills John says, look into my eyes, you know, uh, and kills him. And he's basically says like, listen, you know, I can, I know exactly where you're at by the sound of your voice. I've been doing this forever. Um, you know, if you try to hurt somebody else, I'll kill you. And Wolverine's like, it's too late. Look around. You know, there aren't a lot of Sentinels around here. They've already left. And look at her. She's laughing. You know, what else did she say that she thinks is so funny? Where did she send the Sentinels? And we switch over to Genosha, where yep. Emma Frost is teaching a class uh, of obvious telepaths who have and I don't, I don't know this for sure, but doesn't this look like all of like the high school rejects, right? Like this looks like the the bad kid crowd in the NPE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. She, uh, two of them show up. Yes. Uh, weirdly enough, the two on the left. Um. So, uh, you know, the the one who looks a little bit like Dust. I don't know if that actually is Dust, who's a character who's going to show up later. The one on the left shows up in um, at the mansion. Oh, weird. Later. I don't know if it's just reusing the drawing, hmm. but uh, during the part where. Uh, Cassandra Nova takes over the students and makes them attack Wolverine. Yeah. That's one of the students. He's dressed like that. Oh, interesting. So, um, yeah, maybe he had a twin in New York. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like the like weird dated nature of this because she's like, okay, obviously you guys didn't do your homework. So instead we're going to break into celebrities minds and find out what's really going on between Tom and Nicole. I'm like, dude, that's so far. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom, yeah. Tom went through a bunch of weird shit and now is on the other side of it. Somehow he's beloved yeah. again. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> No, never could have could have predicted. And then there's one uh, yeah. extremely goth looking mutant. Apologies if this is actually like a named character that I just don't recognize. But it's a it's Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Oh, that's this right. This is the uh, the comic right. version of Negasonic yes. Teenage Warhead. Yes, I, yep. You know, we always talk about like what a weird character to pick out of for the Deadpool movies, but just and just to pick the name. But like I always forget that it's this this person. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. She. Uh, her, we see her corpse later. Yeah. So she. She basically says like, "Hey, I know. I know this is all fun and games, but I've had the same dream a hundred times tonight. Everybody is going to die. It's going to happen like right now." And sure enough, yep. all of these sentinels are starting to descend on Genosha, 
notably we see like magneto in a chair with a like an old man blanket over his legs like what's going on with magneto right now <laughs> no, no clue yeah I, I don't i actually don't know magneto's status quo yeah. at this point other than the fact that he has denosha but a sentinel that is shaped like a fist with jet wings fucking dude. Uh, smashes into him i love it like if that's not some like glorious like just real like crass sci-fi tech right there i'll just fucking love it mm-hmm. super super good um and the population of genosha falls uh in in real time you know xavier is watching it on cerebra and it's just overwhelming him as it goes from you know 11 million to 8 million to 800,000 to 763 this is like incredibly rapidly this panel of like xavier and cerebra is it with a as a giant head looking at this like blue ocean with the dot of genosha in the middle of it like he's, yeah like he's that far like his his telekinetic his tele pathic power is that huge and he's having to experience all of this and he can only imagine the pain that he's going through right now yeah you know, no one saw it coming they were making they're drinking tea making love all of those lights gone out no one saw is the the last line of the the comic um yeah and that ends up being the end of uh this issue which this episode of this show went a little bit quicker because there's a lot of action yes uh in this episode which goes a little quick when you're explaining it uh not as much narrative stuff happened but it was still very important um, and you know, good call on pointing out that syringe thing, because that is going to be payoff. Like the foreshadowing has begun. Yes, absolutely. Um, it, it is hard to, un, you know, overstate how big of a deal this was. Um, mutants had become kind of a big thing, uh, in this, there were 16 million of them, you know, in, uh, in Genosha, they had their own nation that had been a thing for a while. Um, ever since Genosha got taken over by mutants, um, you know, after the, the mutates and all that, uh, extinction agenda stuff. Um, and this is Magneto. So like Magneto has died, uh, you know, according to the status quo of this, like you don't see the body. It's not, uh, you know, it's, it's not proof for comics, but this was a big shocking thing to have happen. Absolutely. Um, and these first three issues are all big shocking things. And I like, as a, as a guy coming in kind of cold on the X-Men universe at this point, like realizing that, like showing that there were 16 million mutants and showing like Emma Frost in this teaching position. And then, like, immediately pulling that out from pulling that away from me, and like, it's sixty million to seven hundred sixty-three, like, in the drop of a fucking four panels. Like, what yep. the fuck? Like, how is the world going to handle this? Uh, was yep. it's it's a significant event. Like, I was fucking like, what is happening right now? Yeah, and it, and it's dealt with. Like, it is. It becomes a thing after this. Like, characters reference it. Um, kids talk about it. Like, mutant kids. Like, this is a major event in their life. You know, and it influences them. Like it is a contributing factor to, like my favorite arc uh, in this this run, the Riot Xavier's arc. Um, you know that character's motivations and stuff. So it, it ends up having a really long tail, um, not least of which just the Magneto part. Yep. Um, but you know when you when you know the motivation behind this, when you know that Cassandra Nova is just doing this to hurt Charles Xavier, what a fucking knife twist, right? Dude. Like if you were trying to hurt that dude. This is the way to do it, especially with the, the with the Magneto angle on all of this of like, you know, taking taking like your your in theory, your ally at this point, like your old enemy that you that was your friend and now has become an ally with you and like the leader of a nation of mutants and like part of the peace process to for humans and mutants to understand one another. Like I've, and all of that is gone in the blink of an eye. And like you're there to experience it telepathically like that has to be fucking yeah. terrifying. So. She knew like she planned for everything, you know basically and just watching her kind of plan and every little bit of it play out um over like not just this arc but multiple arcs including arcs where she is not the primary villain you know like we're going to spend some time where it's not about her 
Um, and it's still her plans kind of cooking in the background. It's really good long-term plotting. Absolutely. Um, of this. Um, really, really good. Super good. Super um, excited to like, yeah. just get more and more into this. Like I'm, I going through the comic and like reading it and then like going through it almost page by page with you on the podcast just makes me want to like consume all of it tonight. Like I was going to play Death Stranding, but now I might actually just read X-Men comics. So I encourage that change straight upgrade. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, thanks everybody for listening. If you like the show, head on over to patreon.com slash duck TV. If you have feedback about uh, us, uh, the format or anything like that, please reach out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy is on Twitter at JG Greer. At Gary is um, at am... Gary Bub, B-U-H. Uh, yep. The podcast is at D-O-F-C podcast because D-O-F podcast is a totally different podcast that gets that we get confused with all yep. the time. Love. Down a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> The, uh, so yeah, so we, we are interested in hearing uh, your feedback. Thank you for your patience and support mm-hmm. with change. And uh, we love you, and we'll see you in a bit. See you soon. Bye.